Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. And the crowd goes wild. Everybody, it is Forbes Riley. It's Wednesday, one of my favorite days of the week. Why? Because it's hump day. I don't really know what that means, but I like to think about it a lot. No, it's in the middle. It's, I don't know. I have to tell you, as you get older, it just goes. It literally goes every day. It's like every day. Pick a day. Every day is Saturday. It's like, is Saturday again? It's still Saturday. The weirdest thing about getting older, and my kids who are turning, oh my God, they are turning 18 tomorrow. I know. There's this moment that I had, you know, I waited 42 years to have babies and all of a sudden they're 18. <laughs> that happened yesterday. Wow, that happened quick. Somebody once said the years are short, but the nights are long. And I can remember, kind of remember, some of those really, really long nights when you've got two babies and you're thinking, what am I supposed to do with, what, 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 where's the instruction manual? Somebody tell me how to do this. In fact, I, we, t- we say a very funny moment about bringing them home. They don't, they don't give you instructions in the hospital, which seems kind of sad. because Here, you take them. Well, wait a- and they really make sure that you read the book on how to push them out. You have to go to Lamaze. You have to know how to breathe, which I thought was totally ridiculous. Sorry, Lamaze. What a waste of my time. How about what happens the day you get them home going, ooh, ooh, <laughs> swaddle babies like a burrito? What does it mean, put a baby like a burrito? And there was this... <laughs> Not, not a joke. In fact, it's so weird that when you bring them, you put them in the car seat from the hospital itself, they say to you, oh, uh, your car seat's not buckled in, but we legally can't touch it. Don't stop short. <laughs> well, there's two. Was one of them. I'm like, what are you doing? And they, they really can't. So they put them in the car seat. You're like, oh, I hope that strapped that in right. <laughs> and then the rest of their lives, which explains why most of us are screwed up, because if you think this is bad, imagine when there was no internet. That's how we were raised. I don't know. Figure it out. And I remember a moment where uh, it was about two or three weeks in, and I think there's a little postpartum going on. You push out two seven-pound children. I, I mean, I was, I had such, by the way, once you put them out, the belly doesn't go away. One of my more <laughs> embarrassing moments is walking them through the grocery store. Somebody looks at me and says, wow, when do you do? I'm like, three weeks ago. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was so like, oh, that sucks. And then the other thing that was a, a trouble, and I don't even think about these moments, but I am right now. Um, I named my children, very proud of the names. And a gentleman at that same grocery store said, so what is your son's name? I said, Riker. He said, Wanker? You named your son Wanker? I'm like, I didn't say Wanker. I said, Riker. He said, Wanker. I'm like, oh, my God. He's new. This is going to suck for the rest of his life. It's Riker, like Riker's Island, which I then come to find out is a prison off of New York that has no redeeming value. Like, it's not even like Alcatraz, like has some movie about it. No, nothing good about Riker's Island. But I named him for Star Trek, which means, oh, yes, I am one of the ultimate geeks dressed up like a girl. I didn't wear ears or anything, but uh, I did love the original Star Trek so much. And, uh, and then the next one, it was Riker was Make It So, number one. And then McKenna is, I'm a hopeless romantic or hopeful romantic. And many, 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 many years ago, I was 25. Yeah. Um, and I saw the movie Somewhere in Time with Christopher Reeve. And then as I am prone to talk to you guys about manifesting, I manifested a Broadway show with Christopher Reeve. I got to work with him and Jane Seymour is in the movie and it's the most romantic movie. And her name was McKenna. Now there's an irony to that, that I always think is kind of interesting 
because I said to myself at that moment somewhere, I said, if I, when I have a daughter, if I have a daughter, I think I said, when I'm going to name her McKenna, which is crazy because I didn't do that for the next 20 years. And I name her McKenna. And this is interesting because my sister-in-law calls me. She had a baby a couple of weeks later. She named her baby Elise. Now, what's really interesting is McKenna does not turn out to be Jane Seymour's first name. It turns out to be her last name. And her name in the movie is Elise McKenna. Oh, wow. And I had this moment, like, you met Mel, it's like, what? Really? Oh, wow. And it was just, it's been an amazing ride. Uh, I wouldn't have missed this one for the entire world. I feel grateful and happy. And uh, yeah, 18 tomorrow. My daughter can't wait to move to Puerto Rico. And my son's like, <laughs> like, wow. And the funny thing about children is you give and you give and you give. And at some point, they don't actually wake up until they're like 10 years old. Like on the 10th birthday, like, hey, oh, oh, you're my mom. Have you, what, do you, what have you done for me lately? I'm like, what did I do between wiping your butt? What did I do? Really? And you think about it. What do you remember before 10 years old? Hardly anything. Yeah, that's when we did all the heavy lifting. So be, the whole theme of this is be nice to your mom. Uh, so tomorrow is my birthday. I birthed them out. Um, <laughs> I really, I know I had a 65-inch waist. I carried two full-term, and I pushed out, for those of you who are really graphically grossed out, like the, my engineers right now in Arizona going, did she say she put two babies? You push out the first one and go, oh, that's so cute. And they're like, oh, shit, I have to do that again? <laughs> um, and I joke around that the doctor was wearing a Rolex. I ended up keeping it. That's how high up McKenna was. No, no it's all a bad joke. <laughs> my entire stand-up routine about my kids has just been done for the first time right here on Voice America. Um, and whenever I want to freak out my children, I show them the birth video. Yeah, that's like a Halloween nightmare. I mean, I thought it was so cute. The first, go, look at you, like, oh, my God, that's covered in blood. And, Mom, I don't want to see that. I'm like, oh, come on, it's so cool. It's your birth. It's like your first moment. I don't have that. And she's like, we don't want that. So whenever they're bad. And then there's a really funny caveat that I don't think either one of my ladies, my guests, have any idea about. But when the kids are about three and a half years old, uh, we had a very small house. We wanted to remodel it on a big piece of property. And when the architect came, he said, look, we can knock this down at cinder block and we can give you a thousand square feet more for the same price out of wood. I said, okay, great. He said, but it's 25,000 to knock it down. Now, for any of you who've studied with me or know Forbes Riley, uh, you know that I'm the manifesting queen. And I said to my architect, well, can't, what do you mean? So you can't get a mortgage on something you're knocking down. I said, 25 grand. I said, well, can't we have somebody blow it up? He said, excuse me? I said, well, we live in Hollywood. I mean, they, Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon blew up a house. Can we blow it up? And they were like, whatever. Went on the internet and said, somebody wants to blow up my house. Three days later, it was the movie Live Free or Die Harder. If you watch the movie, opening scene is my house blowing up. They literally said, we'll give you 25000 and we'll blow up your house. And there's a video on YouTube. Now, this is before iPhones. This is a very big video camera I had. I edited it on my own. And it's called, look up Forbes Riley and Die Hard Explodes My Home. I'm not in it. It's just the kids. And I did it because I thought, you know, funny how you think about these things. They're little. I said, someday they're going to want to date. They'll be like 15 or 16 years old. And I'm not going to like who they're bringing home. And I'm simply going to say, well, if you don't stop dating them, I'm going to blow up your room. No, I've done it before. Don't threaten me. So when you watch it, it's really funny. My poor daughter has this expression on her face like, mommy, I like my house. Please don't blow up my room. Explains a lot of our relationship, you know? 
All right. So that's my entire story of me and my children. Uh, <laughs> I want to welcome two very special women. I'm going to have you meet them intently one at a time, but I'll start with both of the introductions. So Tina, I met recently. Um, sometimes people just grab my attention on the internet. Uh, cancer survivors are a big, uh, a, a big spot in my heart. Um, as I'm an advocate for health and wellness, I lost both of my parents to cancer. So Miss Tina Holt, who also has a book out, give her a big round of applause. Hello, Tina. Hi. And she's published with Michael. In fact, if you want to give Michael our number, I haven't talked to Mr. Michael Butler in a while. He's one of my publishers for my book called What Have You Forbes Lately? And to Forbes something really means to manifest it, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. So what have you Forbes lately? Well, one of the things I must have Forbes is Ms. Mel Robertson Mason, Mel Mason in my life, um, because I am, I'm kind of like a hurricane, but I'm anal retentive about wanting things neat, which makes me very upset a lot of the time going, it's such a mess. Who did that? I did. Well, that's too bad. Um, and she is the queen of decluttering or non-cluttering or uncluttering. She's so clutter-free. She has, she tells me she has a free drawer in her house. Like literally there's an empty drawer in her house. I wouldn't, if I had an empty drawer, I would be obsessed. I'm obsessed now thinking about why would I want one drawer that's, I would actually just go put a pen in it because no drawer should be empty. That's why they're there. So, uh, but we've had a great effect on each other. And within weeks of meeting her, she wrote a book because I said, you need a book. And we're on a mission to make her, and if I say it to the universe, it comes true, to make her the million dollar clutter expert. She has a book. She's got a great smile. Please welcome Miss Mel Mason. Thanks so much, Forbes. And uh, it's more than one drawer, by the way. You got to have more than one drawer empty. Oh, wait till you come to my home, my love. You're going to so enjoy this. Yes. I can't oh, wait to get in your closet. No, I thought about you today. You, you, I, but I don't want you to have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, I, trust me. I've seen some closets. Oh, gosh. All right. So, Miss Tina, tell us who you are. Tell us, everybody, about what you're up to, about your book, and say hi. Well, thank you for having me, Forbes. I'm Tina Holt. I live in Virginia. I am a real estate managing broker of several offices across three states. I'm a two-time cancer survivor. I'm a speaker and most recently a best-selling author. Congratulations. Now, um, so tell me, what are you focused on at the moment? What I am focused on at the moment, honestly, has a lot to do with my book, Green Bananas. Um, I was in the process of writing this book before the pandemic, and it, it changed a little bit during the pandemic because I really noticed while everyone was, so to speak, in reset mode, do people really know what they want the rest of their life to look like? And I quickly noticed so many, even that surround me, really don't. They live in the right now, day to day. My goal is to get through today or just exist. And it's like, you know what, whether you're 20 or you're 80, this is the perfect time for us to think, what do I really want the rest of my life to look like? If I could wave a wand and make it all happen, relationships, career, health, whatever it is, what do you want it to look like? So my focus now is on helping people get to that point in life where what do I want it to look like and how can I make it happen? And let me ask you a question. You had cancer twice. Do you know if you could hypothesize why you got sick? I do know why, honestly. Um, so the first time was in 2002 at 37 years old. I was uh, selling a lot of real estate, you know, 
raising three sons, getting it all done, superwoman, as so many of us are, or at least we think we are. And, um, and it hit, you know, I found the lump myself both times. It was a 16 year gap between the diagnoses and two totally different kinds of breast cancer. Um, the first time I really associated it with probably just poor diet, you know, just running, 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 eating what you can, when you can. I fed my kids a lot better than I fed myself, fortunately. Um, you know, a lot of times I was eating whatever was in the car, nabs, whatever it was. Um, stress and things like that. Um, in 2016, when I was diagnosed for the second time with triple negative breast cancer, which you really don't, you don't want any breast cancer, but you really don't want triple negative because it has the highest reoccurrence rate. Um, I did some alternative uh, studies through that and saw an alternative doctor. And I actually found out that, and I know this could be a rabbit hole. So I'm just going to throw this out there. There is a thing out there called MTHFR and the acronym should stand true to what it really should mean and it's a mutation and a lot of people don't realize it but they have that gene mutation of MTHFR and actually I have a double gene of that. However, there is a workaround and it's called good eating and healthy lifestyle and uh, taking care of yourself. And uh, that's how you work around getting diseases as a result of MTHFR. You used to work around a lot of diseases. Yes. As a health and expert. Yes, yes, yes. Where did the, the name Green Bananas come from? Green Bananas. So in 2002, when I was first diagnosed with cancer, it really just stopped me. I continued living, but I started paying more attention to where I was at the moment, focusing on the moment. What am I doing right now? Wherever I am, I need to be there. So I did that, though, to an extreme because it got to a point that sometimes girlfriends would say, hey, we're going on this girl's trip in about six months on this cruise. You should go with us. And I'm like, are you kidding? I don't even buy green bananas. I was so busy living in the day. I didn't buy green bananas, assuming I would, you know, be around when they're ripe or, or whatever. So in 2016, when I was diagnosed a second time, the day before I started treatment, I met with two very dear friends of mine for lunch. And as we were departing lunch, one of my friends said, Tina, I need a favor. And I said, sure, what is it? And she said, please start buying green bananas. And it just hit me in the stomach that we need to plan to live no matter where you are, even if it's under a diagnosis or no matter if you're at the lowest point you've ever been at in your life, you need to plan your life. You need to know what you want it to look like and what you want out of life. And you need to learn, and this is where people like you come in, how do you manifest that and how do you bring that about? Because you can't. Well, actually, you said a very interesting word. The truth is, you don't need to do anything. Uh, Christian, our dear friend, lost uh, a friend to suicide last night. I lost a friend to suicide two days ago. I'm profoundly confused and upset. My friend was one of the most talented, high-level executives that I've ever met. I don't know what was wrong. I hadn't talked to him in a while. But I'm going to say that mental health issues are on the rise, and that's where we're going to talk to Mel because the other side of that is you don't need to. You get to if you want to. And I think that is more of the conversation right now, because some of us who've been on the other side of death, we feel pretty grateful to be around, but there's some people who take it for granted going, well, you know, it is all too tough. I don't, I, I don't know what goes through the head of somebody who actually does that. 
Um, but I do know that right before that, getting sick is also controllable. Not 100%, but I love that you were talking about, one, to slow down. Two, to make sure you drink water. I got sick because I wasn't focused on it either. So a big, it's a big issue about what we don't focus on. Um, I also think, my own personal thing, about deodorants and things that we don't want to yep. let breast cancer breathe. Yep. Uh, we don't talk about any of this. What's your thought on deodorants? I don't use deodorants. Did you uh, when you got sick? I did, but I no longer use deodorants at all. So I have made a lot of changes in my life, Forbes. Well, I'll tell you something else, too. There's something great about really smelling. You really do know who your friends are. Yeah. <laughs> I have not. I don't care. I really don't care. I just, the logic makes no sense to me that you would put anything in when things like talc comes out years later after we all put it on our baby's butts, because that was the thing, we find out it causes, really, it causes, you didn't know that? Or you just didn't want to say anything? Huh. Right. Interesting. So I love that you are an advocate and you're out there. Is your book for sale right now? My book is for sale. It's on Amazon, Green Bananas by Tina Holt. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, we're going to take a break in a minute here, and I'm going to bring on my next guest because she also has dealt with, you know, people who chose to leave too soon and how it affects your life. But we actually got to be really good friends because one of her statements to me was, I want to go through your breakthrough training because if I don't, I think I'm going to get cancer. What an interesting sentence. Uh, so I'm going to challenge you guys. I'm going off to my very first break. What is it that you're doing in your life? If you stopped for a second, stepped outside of your little fishbowl and said, wow, that behavior could be causing cancer. You're stressed. You don't eat right. You don't sleep enough. You're, what are you doing to stay healthy or to get sick? Forget COVID. I think you're your worst enemy. I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired
You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Oh my gosh, that's me. That's so cool. I love that. Actually, <laughs> hey, so we've been talking about uh, you and the control of your body. One of the things that I teach that I think is kind of interesting uh, is based on my need to explain things, whether to myself or to my children, and not finding traditional answers. So when the babies were little, uh, and it just came up, my, I, they, would, they would heal very fast. I don't think I ever really noticed how fast kids heal. That's because they have an abundance of stem cells in their body and they go to sleep and all of a sudden the cuts are gone. And so I said to my kids, I said, it's very funny because there's little guys inside of you and they look like Bob the Builders, little overalls, little yellow hat with a light on it and they walk around carrying a cup. The only thing that you can put in the cup is water. When you go to sleep, they wake up and they start stitching up and sewing up and moving out your poop and making new hair cells and getting you to grow into a person. And then when you wake up, they go to sleep. If you put anything but water, they doesn't work. They don't want to work. They're like a soda and they sit around and burp all the time. And if you eat sugar, that makes them go to sleep. And I remember being embarrassed by my daughter one day when she said very loudly to a woman who looked like she was a heavy smoker and very heavy. She said, mom, her guys are all sleeping. Luckily, she didn't really know what that meant. The funny thing is my daughter is turning 18 tomorrow. She said to me about a month ago, she had a girlfriend over. Now, this was this story I told them 14 years ago. How powerful, how powerful is your brain? How cluttered or clutter-free is it? My daughter said, Mom, the guys inside of us, were they wearing yellow hats? And I thought, what made you think of that? She's like, because I only drink water and my friends are all over my case because I don't drink anything else. And I think it's because of what you told us. Huh. That was one of the good things I did. Now she's 18. She's telling me all the things I didn't do that well. Apparently, you're a genius when you're 17. You get stupider as you get older. I'm, by the time you're 90, but if you're 17, you know it all. All right, on that note, uh, I would like to introduce uh, someone who's become a very good friend. I don't know where she came from. I don't know where anybody came from. They all kind of just popped into my life. COVID <laughs> happened, and it became the best, worst year of my life, uh, or the worst, best year. Who knows? Um, I set out to teach. I set out to do some of the skills that I do, and what I attracted was what the, probably the most amazing people in the world. If the law of attraction is a real thing... And why not? I mean, it doesn't matter if you believe in gravity or not. Look, it still works. So if it is real, it means that what you put out, you get back. And I will say the people in my life now are a reflection of some of the best parts of me. You know, the, the bad parts I'm putting on the other side of this camera, you won't ever see them. Uh, so with that, and speaking of clutter, uh, I would like to introduce a woman who's just radically changed everybody's life. When you think, when, really, when her book is in everybody's hands, you won't say the word clutter. You're just going to go, I have to mail this room. <laughs> Everybody give it up for Ms. Mel Mason. All right, girlfriend. What's up, Forbes? It's so awesome to be here with you. How did you get here? Oh, gosh. I think the universe just divinely put us together. And through a series of events, I wound up in your inner circle. And next thing I know, I'm being invited to Eric Swanson's Habitude Warrior Mastermind bonus speaker session. And you're the bonus speaker. And then (laughs) a few days later, I see this this invitation to come check out your Pitch Secrets Masterclass for $19. I'm like, okay, like $19. Let me go check out who this woman who's, who just like shows up in my life and has already been commenting on my post on Facebook. I'm like, who the heck is this woman? Let me come check her out. And then I just went through every course that you offer. It was kind of crazy. Absolutely crazy. And by the way, if you are interested, if you're in sound, the sound of my voice, write this down because I still teach a $19 class every Sunday at 5 o'clock. 
on, and it's a masterclass on how you pitch. Uh, I've been pitching on television my entire life. I've grossed a little over two and a half billion dollars pitching between infomercials and live home shopping. It is the thing that I do best. I don't do windows. I don't cook, but I can pitch like a, um, anyway. And so, most Sundays I still come because there's always so much value every time you go. So you don't well, just the very least, you know, it's a, the very least. It's really interesting to watch. I only teach three classes. Uh, and the, th- and, and the third one is about you getting on for free on other people's platforms and, and growing. We're going to talk about you in a minute because that's what's happened is you said hi for 19 and now you've exploded. I'm seeing you everywhere on television with the book, blah, blah, blah. But um, I love when students come back because you realize how far you've come. Mm-hmm. What I teach is that we all have to stop talking and start communicating and talking into people's hearts and not talking just to hear ourselves talk. Kind of like my opening monologue. That was just for me. I'm sure somebody laughed. But what is it that you stand for? What are you doing? And as Tina very said, what do you want? So, Miss Mel, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. Well, I'm known as the clutter expert. And I'm called that because when people get around me, they just spontaneously start decluttering their lives and finding themselves just creating order in their lives. And I really came to that because I was actually a cluttered, depressed, and suicidal child who basically coming back from the brink of my own despair and getting through my own mess came to the realization that the outside is just a mirror of the inside. And if you only address what's going on outside of you without dealing with what's going on on the inside, what I call the inner clutter, then the clutter just keeps coming back. So I really specialize in teaching people how to get free from clutter once and for all, not just going through it and then watching it come back. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Now, you also tell us about uh, HGTV. Those come out, brag a little bit. Oh, HGTV. Yes, I was uh, brought on as an assisting organizer for one of the episodes of the show Hoarders. I was the season finale of season 11. It was John was the name. So if you want to check it out, it was just aired in September this year. So I was a I was assisting organizer for that show. What is the what is one of the reasons that you think we tend to clutter? What is it about stuff? Stuff just represents what's our our stuff that we hang on to on the outside just represents the stuff that we hang on to on the inside. We all, like you were saying, like, you know, we all go through things in our lives. We don't get through life unscathed. We have, we have traumas, we have losses, we have parents that don't have instruction manuals. So we get the limiting beliefs that they grew up with and planted into us. We have resentments, we have fears and all of that stuff starts to accumulate. And we all have access to the same divine flow of abundance. Like we all have access to the divine universe. And when we start hanging on to all that stuff, it starts clogging the pipe and blocking the flow of abundance and happiness from coming into our lives. And so as we hang on to that stuff, because we have the clutter on the inside, it starts to manifest outside. Now, for some people, it doesn't manifest as physical clutter. They may be obsessively OCD and everything has to be perfectly neat, or they may drink too much or drink. you know, take too much drugs, or they may eat too much, it comes on as excess pounds. So it doesn't just show up just as clutter, but it all comes from the same internal source, the internal clutter. Kind of interesting. Now, you had a pretty traumatic reason that one of the things that I think is interesting about life is the stories that we tell. And a lot of people lately, as I'm getting more successful, and some of the people around me very successful, thing that I noticed is the people that I hang out with who are successful overcame something. Now, that's not always true. Uh, I was obsessed. I grew up with no money at all. My dad was, had a horrible accident when I was a kid and spent three years in the hospital. And I was kind of obsessed with how do rich people live. So out of college, I ended up working for a billionaire. And that was inherited money. 
very different from people who make their own money. And you never heard of inherited money because they don't want to talk about it. They're their own. That's a universe that, wow, it's amazing to them. Uh, I touched some of it. And then I realized how I did not belong in that world. When Mrs. Grace turned to me and said in the car one day, you need to get Louis Vuitton out of the trunk. And I said, who's in the trunk? And she said, oh, you'll learn. And I said, I will. And what I learned was that uh, that's not the life I was supposed to have. I was supposed to be, as many of us are, if you're going to be successful, you're going to come back and tell other people how you did it so they can do it too. And so, Mel, how did you get to your breakthrough where you decided this is the path I'm going to take? Yeah. I was actually one of those kids who you could not see the floor in my room. I mean, it was not just stuff, but it was trash. And I was absolutely fine living like that because I had experienced a lot of trauma and loss already growing up. There was sexual abuse. There was an emotional abuse. My parents divorced when I was four. And then by the time I was 15 years old, I actually lost my older brother to suicide and not only just lost him to suicide, but I was the one who discovered his body in his living room and inherited all of his belongings all in the same moment. His suicide note left everything to me. And at 15 years old, I had to figure out what to do with all of his stuff, what I was going to keep, who could keep what. And I had to go back into that house after finding him and be in that really eerie, uncomfortable environment. I remember it being so just so like haunting to be even back in that space where he was. And that just sent me into a downward spiral. I was already not expected to make it to my 18th birthday alive. So that was almost the nail in my coffin. And I got kicked out of high school for being a danger to myself and others. And they looked at me and they said, you can't come back until you get intensive therapy. You need some help. And that led me on a journey to go live in a residential treatment center for adolescents for the next year and a half of my life. But living there, I was introduced to yoga and mindfulness. Now, remember, I was someone who didn't care about the environment I lived in. I was fine living like that. It wasn't on my radar that, oh, I should organize. I should do something about this. I need to change. There was none of that. But as a result of learning yoga and mindfulness, what that taught me was how to come home and be present in my body for all that inner clutter I had been running from. And as a result of doing that, what started to happen was I just got organized from the inside out. I started to spontaneously have to look at the things that had accumulated in my life and start making space on the inside because when you, I mean, on the outside, because when you make the space on the inside, the outside has to match. And I knew at that point that I wanted to serve others and give back and have my story help others, but I had no idea that I would wind up being the clutter expert. It was a windy road before I got there. It, uh, I don't even know how many year la- la- years later, 1995 to 2013. So do the math. <laughs> Wow. Wow. And wow. Uh, Miss Tina, will you join us for a second? Is there anything that you'd like to ask Mel? You know, I, I really don't have anything to ask, but I do want to say that your story is absolutely incredible. And what a testament to the resiliency of, of people. And um, I'm glad you're here, Mel. I'm glad you're here. And I'm grateful for your gift to the world. Mm, wow. Likewise. See, that's, that's one of those spontaneous moments that you're like, that's crazy. Um, now, I will do a little bit of, of one of the things that, you know, it's funny, you get to a point in your life where somebody lifts you up. I've had a lot of mentors in my life who have changed everything, whether it was meeting Jack Lane or Body by Jake, uh, Montel Williams. I've had some very famous people just, and then I had one, I guess maybe she's not a mentor, but she was my best friend who, unfortunately, as I was building my entire fitness empire and she was there every step of the way, had an asthma attack one night when I was out of town at her kid's house and died right on the front doorstep. 
And so people come and go in your life. And it's interesting how, if you believe there's something else happening out there. So Mel and I met, um, she has helped me become better. Uh, her belief in me is awesome. My belief in her. Uh, but we did another little something that maybe Tina doesn't know about called breakthrough. What was that about for you? Oh, breakthrough was so powerful. I had been carrying around a resentment for years, and I knew that harboring resentment is one of the number one causes of cancer because it just puts a black hole in your heart and it's it closes you off. And anytime that you carry resentment, you're just you're just creating resentment and you're creating cancer in your body. And I had been carrying this resentment for over 30 years and I knew that I had to shift it. I knew that I, I didn't want to get cancer and I knew that if I didn't heal this, that I would. And I went through Breakthrough with that intention, um, working with Forbes and Breakthrough for a really intensive weekend and was able to shed that resentment that I had been carrying for over 30 years to a person in my life who I didn't have contact with, hardly ever talked to, and now I'm in communication with almost every day. That is, I know. So, and it's crazy, Tina. Um, and for everyone listening, breakthrough is something that I don't publicize very much. I, I will at some point. Uh, I started in my living room when I realized that I, I had gone to some seminar and it sparked something in me with being an actress and all the things that I'd trained. And that you have, there's a bit of spaghetti back there that if you can unravel it, imagine what your life could look like. And that makes a little bit of imposter syndrome going, you know what, you get to be who you are, good, bad, and indifferent. And I created a training in my living room 20 years ago. And I'll do it often. All of a sudden, now that Zoom happened, I'm doing it once a month with just 12 people. And again, I don't know how long I'm going to be doing any of these. And I love that Mel took it. I love that she stands a testament to something that I created that gets in there with all, every ounce of intuition, which I think we all have. Uh, but I love focusing it on other people. And watching them literally, you have to break down to break through. Do people cry? Yes, they do. Do you sing and you dance and do some crazy stuff? It's unbelievable. But I do think, Tina, and I love that Mel said that it is about fighting cancer, fighting the negative, fighting the old memories, fighting the bullshit that is keeping you and your history can keep you from your future. Wow, mm -hmm. if that's true, let's clean it up, which is ironic, don't you think? Yes. All right, so Miss Tina, are you a neat person, a messy person? By the way, Mel, before I say that, what's the difference between messy and clutter? Um, messy is just someone who just says, okay, living in a mess and clutter is where it's like, there's lots of accumulated stuff, but there can be the combination of both. Like I was someone who was cluttered and messy and I was fine living that way. And when I learned how to be present, I, everything shifted. I can't stand messy and I have to have clean, clear space. Are you obsessed with that? No, uh -uh. I can, I can actually live in my environment. My desk can be a mess. It just has to be clean before the next morning. I don't even have to put it away at night, but before right. I sit down to work, it has to be cleared and everything has to be put away. Tina, where are you on the neat messy scale? I am going to have to say I'm probably neat to almost too neat in some areas. I do not like clutter and I do not like messy. They both make me very anxious. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, I'm somewhere in the middle of all of this again. Let's see. Uh, and I don't, so let's see if it has anything to do with Tina. What sign are you? I'm a Leo. You're Leo. Mel? I'm an Aries. So we're both fire signs. Oh, and I'm a Taurus. I just think a bull in a China shop. Cause I really can make, <laughs> I love it nice and neat, but, and I've had to make enough money my whole life. So somebody else can make it nice and neat. That's what I discovered. That is, and by the way, one of my wealth coaches many, many, many years ago said to me, she's like, if you are doing your own cleaning and your own laundry, you're not wealthy. 
And I had to think about that for a second. And I've always had somebody do my laundry because I, I did the math a long time ago. And I said, well, if I pay someone who's really good at it, I have a little, I have a little ADD. So I'll get in the bathroom and start to clean and realize I don't like it. I'll leave. It never gets clean. That, that <laughs> defeated the point. I would rather go out and do what I do, whether it was in the early days it was being a magician or doing parties and bar mitzvahs and weddings as the host. It didn't matter what it was. I would take that money and pay someone else to clean my bathroom probably a pretty smart thing to do. It got clean and someone had a very nice life and I was, didn't have to do what I didn't like to do. Um, <laughs> but, and they also said, so that was one of my things that someone else should clean. But until recently, they also said, and I disagreed with them and I was wrong, that you should also not do your own shopping for food. Mel, you shop for food? I do. I actually really love shopping though. No, well, no, listen to this. I did too. Tina, you shop for food? Honey, if I don't shop for food, I don't get food. So yes, <laughs> Well, no. Okay. Well, but no. Remember I said best worst years of your life. So I have the exact same thing. I find shopping in the grocery store meditative. Uh, And it's fun to go like with Joshua. And, but when you start to realize that you actually buy the exact same thing almost all the time. And that hour, if you do the math and you're successful, could be a thousand dollars that you could be doing something else, whatever it is, because that's how much your time is worth. Would you pay a thousand dollars to go shopping? And you're like, not food shopping. I wouldn't. And then, and I don't have any connection to this, although I should after this, but Instacart came out. Your local grocery store seems to have it. You go down the list. And I was shocked because I literally fought her and said, I like shopping. I like squeezing the melons and touching the avocados. I did. Maybe I don't, I haven't gone now in a couple of months. I don't seem to miss it because now going to the grocery store makes me anxious because the arrows don't go the wrong way. And somebody yelled at me that I was going wrong way down the cookie aisle. I'm like, you shouldn't even be in the cookie aisle at all. <laughs> Right. I come home from I come from shopping and I'm upset. But um, there's in, you can literally just have somebody deliver it to your door. You don't even see them. And it's like, oh, you know, think about that. So, Mel, I'll make an empty drawer if you – and it's not a whole lot more extra and more extra. Like, you don't have to pay a whole lot for this. It's literally like a couple of pennies more. So, ahem, challenge is on. Well, I have looked at Instacart before, but sometimes you can't get every item that's in the store on Instacart. They go without them. Less is more. No, <laughs> Hey, I'm vegan and it's very specific. I'm not shopping at Albertsons or I'm shopping at Whole Foods. So, and Whole, well, yeah. whole Paycheck, but, you know. That's exactly what I was thinking. All right, we have to go take one more break uh, before we come back. And we're going to talk about, I got something very exciting coming up, you guys. Mike Sellies. We are actually honoring uh, the idea that excellence in action produces amazing results, both personally and professionally. And for the first time ever, I am part of a group on Facebook that actually cares about each other. And it's, we're obsessed. It's wonderful. I didn't know it could be like this, so I went ahead and created it. If you want to check it out before the next break, it's called Forbes Riley's Inner Circle on Facebook right now. Here's the word from my sponsors. Don't go away. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. 
The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, hey everybody. Uh, we're doing a little love fest here. I've got Tina Holt. I've got Mel Mason. And I've got Ann Lamson watching us right now. Um, and so, Mel, you, you know, one of the things is we move forward in business. There is a thing about branding. Uh, and it's different than a company branding. Personal branding is a very specific thing. And it's very hard to do because you are the coffee in your own cup. You don't see you as other people see you. But Tina talked earlier about what is it you want. Well, if you want more leads, you want to be successful, you really want to, one, also work with a coach who can look at you from the outside. And that's what photographers do, but not everybody does that. Now, you just had a very interesting photographic experience. Tell us about it. I did. I had the honor of working with Ann Landstrom. I drove to San Diego to go see her and spend the day with her. And she is just absolutely magical at being able to capture your essence on camera. It's just so unbelievable what she's able to do. And she's just so into her art. She's so, it's so what she's meant to do on this planet because she was able to capture my essence so beautifully. It was so hard to narrow down what photos I wanted to keep. She took over 700 photos. Oh my gosh. And we had to, she narrowed it down before our reveal, but still it was a lot of photos to get through then. But I mean, every photo was amazing. It was so hard to be like, oh, I have to say no to that. I have to say no to that. I have to say no to that. Um, But I wound up with such an amazing collection of photos from her. It's just unbelievable. What is she doing in her session? Because she brought out something in you and we're going to look at your face. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. But there's, there's an energy, there's, as my daughter said, there's this inviting thing that when I look at these photos, I, I just can't stop smiling. And so what did you guys work on, talk about? How did you get to that, that space mentally? She's just able to bring it out. She hires a, she hires a 
a professional makeup artist to do your makeup. So I hadn't worn makeup in over 20 years. I don't own makeup. I was laughing when we got there because her instructions say only put moisturizer on your face. And I said, I don't even put moisturizer on my face. And she handed me moisturizer to put on my face. Look at this this image. When you see that image, what do you think? I mean, it's, it's totally amazing. And what's interesting is it's not a lot of makeup. It's mostly base. You're not wearing, you know, lashes or lips or any of the things that would be, you know, contrary to who you are as a person, but you just look like the prettiest version of you. And I will tell you, your blue eyes just stand out. Yeah. Yep. Wow, wow, wow. So when you look at that girl, what do you think? Are you asking me or Tina? No, you, Miss Mel. Oh, I just, I am just blown away. I'm like, wow. Like, it just, it absolutely blows me away. I love it. Well, but more, but more than blows away, what do you see? Because this is where we're going to look at you. Now, we talk about OPP. This is why I talk about professional photographers. We're going to want to bring you on. When you look at that girl, who do you see? I see an absolute professional. And it's, it's showing now on Facebook. Since I've updated my profile picture, I am getting bombarded with Facebook friend requests. I'm getting over 100 a day. It's so hard to manage. I'm like, what just happened just from changing my photo? Oh, well, I just love that. And that's, that is one of the things that happens because a couple of things. One, you've just come into your own. In fact, we just put your logo into something we're doing for the Excelis and it's just spectacular how clean and crisp and great it looks. That's what so, Nicole at Spot Color Marketing, her team is amazing. Yes. And she's part of our Excelis as well. Yes. So you have gotten your brand together. Talk a little bit about OPP because I want to revolutionize people's conversation. Everybody needs OPP. Yeah, before OPP, I was just, I I got an idea to start a business. I read one book and I launched my business and I had been in business for, I think, seven years. January, I'll be going on my eighth year, I think, or seventh year. And I, there was not really any direction. I mean, I was just, I've worked with different coaches and done different things. And then when I got into OPP, like everything was so structured and clear. It's first kind of diving into finding an avatar and a spirit animal to help really invigorate you and empower you and really just give you some motivation and some energy to fall back on and tap into when you're having those moments of uncertainty. And then you really get clear about your mission statement. I never had a mission statement. I never had a vision about my business. So it made me think bigger about my business. Now I actually have a mission for my business to empower people around the world to get free from clutter, both internally and externally, so they can experience happiness and abundance in every area of their lives, because that's our birthright. That's what we all came here for. And Did you love how she didn't have to read that. That was so, it's, oh, Last night in class, people were like, I have to read my statement. No, you have to be your statement. That was awesome. So I have to be a coach. Yeah, so OPP has just really given me the clarity. And going through OPP, I'm getting booked on all. I haven't even done any research to get on podcasts yet. I'm just getting booked on people's podcasts. People are just saying, oh, you need to come on my show. You need to come on my show. I was just on that gal with that guy again this morning. I'm going on another one later on in the week. It's just like one after another. Yeah, here. Yep. And it's just, and I haven't even done any research to actually get on any podcast yet. I haven't even made the time for that yet. Well, but I will tell you, because you're doing it right. You want to make sure that while you're on this, this level that you've gotten your story down, you feel comfortable so that when you get bigger, because you just said something interesting, all of a sudden the picture came out and you got bombarded. Well, that's what happens at some point when your business and your brand clicks and you're overwhelmed. Sometimes that's too much and you will implode. That happened to me when I was younger and you're like, you don't know. I mean, can you say Justin Bieber? Seriously? <laughs> So it's nice to be really talented, but if you don't know how to handle it, have a structure and people in your life, it doesn't necessarily work the way you want it to. 
So there you go. So let's talk about Excellius for a second because you are so excited. You're going to be blown away. I cannot wait to see all this. I can't um, wait to open the box. We were all kind of hanging out talking and I said, you know what? I'd really like to honor. And this is, again, different from my vocabulary. I would like to honor the people that came into my life. I have some awards I want to give. I have some things. And I got together with you and Christian and said, let's, let's and my daughter said, look, let's call excellence Excelli, like the Tonys and the Grammys. And actually, if we do this right, we're actually on the ground floor of what could be the entrepreneurial award ever. You know, what does it take to win an Excelli uh, in a variety of ways? Uh, what does excellence mean for you in life? It means operating at your highest capacity, always being the best version of yourself, living in integrity and following through on your word and just doing what you set out to do and making sure that you do it with a bigger vision besides you in your mind, that you have a bigger vision to serve the world in some way and, and share your gifts and your talents with the world. Because we, we didn't come here and go through everything we went through just for ourselves. It's so that we can help everyone else up level their game and be the best versions of themselves so that we can actually have you know, the Garden of Eden on our planet. We can have peace on Earth. Damn, she got really, really good. That's right. That was, that was great. Oh, my God. All right. Well, yeah, we're going to use some of this tape. That, that little thing that you just said there, that's going to get you booked all, anywhere you want. Uh, Miss Tina, what does excellence mean for you? I'm going to have to piggyback on what Mel said, because for me, it truly does mean and has for a very long time being the best version of you. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting. So, Tina, your kids are grown? My kids are grown. I have three grown sons. All have either served in the military or currently serving. They've lived all over the world. And, uh, yeah, they're grown and they have children of their own. And I'm enjoying the show. <laughs> ah, so you talk about what do you want for the rest of your life? What does the rest of your life look like? The rest of my life looks like helping as many people as I possibly can to reach their highest potential. I love that. And no? I'm very Sorry. hard um, at trying to help people reach unforgiveness because there are so many people holding on to things that they don't realize are holding them back in life. And that thing called forgiveness is a big one. Well, that's an interesting conversation because I don't necessarily believe in forgiveness. I believe everyone does the very best they can at that moment. And if you don't believe that you can forgive them but deal with it, either love them or let them go, it's pretty – forgiving doesn't seem to work. But that's just me. Um, I will tell you there's something about the law of attraction. Maybe I'm just attracting every amazing person on the planet who is, wants to help other people. Whenever I ask them, they all want to help other people. I'm, I can't – one person's ever not said that. But I don't, so either everyone in the universe and the world is getting better or we just have a great circle of friends. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. It's really fascinating to me. And it goes in waves, but it's been spectacular. Because I guess what you put out, you get back. Yeah. Ms. Tina, how Handful. do you feel about Handful. that? Yeah. Handful. You asking me or Tina? Well, Ms. Tina unmuted for a second. Actually, Mel, so let me jump in for a second. The rest of your life. And, and that's a big one, Tina. So maybe just say a vision for your life. What might that be? For my life? Well, no, Miss Mel. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm not being a very good host. I'm tired. It's been a long day. 
It's all good. I mean, my mission, my vision is really to be the number one clutter expert in the world so that I can achieve my mission, which is to empower everyone around the world to get free from clutter. Because when we can get free from the internal clutter that we all have, then we can have access to happiness and abundance in every area of our lives. And when we have access to that, then we do have peace on earth. We're not running around biting each other's heads off or being resentful or operating from subconscious, you know, patterns of lashing out because we're in fear or these these limiting beliefs that we carry that keep us small, it helps us so that we can all achieve our fullest potential and be who we all came to be here in the world because we didn't come here to play small. I just had a vision that I've never had before. So some people say that they remind you of Ellen DeGeneres, only you look happy. That was one of the comments I just got. But I just had a vision of Oprah and Susie Orman. You know that Oprah launched Susie. That's, that was the relationship there. And Susie is oh. this amazing financial. And you, we've cornered the clutter. This is, there's something very cool about that. And, and All right, so you're Oprah work. and I'm Susie? Yeah, does that like work for you? Because it's working for me right now. Like, it's working for me. I know, I know. Tina, does this sound good? Tina gets to be our female Dr. Oz. We need a female on that show. Yeah, or Dr. Phil, maybe. Yeah, you can be, you can be Dr. Phyllis. No. <laughs> All right, we don't have a whole lot of time left for the show, which is bizarre how fast this one went. Right. Um, that's what happens. I don't. So, uh, Tina, holiday season, looking forward to the future, like legitimately soon. What's, uh, it's been a tough year. What's your thoughts for 2021? My thoughts, I have learned so much and I can't say that 2020 has been a terrible year for me because I have learned so much about myself, who I am and what I want. So I plan to, to implement those things and become that person and work very hard at, at doing all the right things in 2021. But above all, is having more grace. Grace is just laying heavy on my heart these last couple of months. And uh, so my plan for 2021 is to show more grace. Love that. Tina, her book is called Green Bananas, available on Amazon. We're going to be wrapping up in about a minute and a half. Miss Mel, 2021. 2021 is going to supersede 2020 and 2020 has been the best year of my life for business. So <laughs> I am looking forward to what the future holds. I can't even begin to imagine what is going to unfold with all the seeds that have been planted just in the last few months. I mean, just from July to now has been un just there's no words to describe what has happened. So I can't even begin to imagine what's going to happen in 2021. We launched a business in July and we attracted the most amazing people. Let me tell you something. For me, 2020 has, and again, day two of 2020 when my fiance got into a horrible motorcycle accident and spent six months in a wheelchair, this year has turned out to be one of the best years of my life as well. Crazy. Now, if you're not saying that, and I'm gonna, I know that a lot of you went, what did they just say? <laughs> Let me tell you something. We have a group of people for free. Join us on my Facebook inner circle. We just ask that people are as supportive and communicative as we are. And on Sundays, if you want to hear more, you want to meet me, you can meet me, you can meet Mel. $19. That's what class is. Two and a half hours of how you pitch. I'm in there. I work with you and your business. There's no strings. You don't love it. You go away. You want to continue. I'm there too. Uh, you go to www.pitchsecretsmasterclass or just find me on Facebook at Forbes Riley, and I'll tell you. Uh, oh, Mel, plug your book and plug all you're doing. Yes, my book is Freedom from Clutter. You can actually download the free the free ebook at declutteringspaces.com forward slash freedom from clutter. You can grab the whole ebook for free. Oh, really? That's so nice of you. Yes. I, by the way, you also want to meet Mel because she put the book together in record time. Tina, uh, we have a minute of you, but how long did it take you to do your book? Seven weeks. No, 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 but Tina. I just, oh, sorry. sorry. 
It took seven months. <laughs> yeah, mine took three years. Mel wins. All right, so that's what my coaching does. Seven weeks with coaching, that's what I missed. But seven months is still pretty decent. Most people die with their book inside of them. Don't do that. If you want to get your story out, you want to be able to tell the world what you're up to, please check in with us. We're on a, a major mission to help support people, to create massive amounts of fun. And on December 9th, if you want to witness one of the coolest award shows of the season, virtually, you can do it from your living room, but you got you to gotta dress up anyway. Uh, it's called The Excellies. Go to theexcellies.com. Uh, we got some serious celebrity guest stars. Of course, Mel and I will be there, my entire crew, everybody at OPP and all my friends. Mwah. Tina, thank you very much. My love to Michael. And I will see you guys right here on The Forbes Factor. Thank you for making The Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.